to Lost in Thought, a podcast where we talk about top four things in the world and dive deep on certain societal topics that we find very important. Hope you enjoy the episode. We're back. <laughs> a nice little mic intro there. <laughs> I just thought I'd add that. Even though we have an intro now, which goes before this. Yeah. Uh, no worries. <laughs> I hope you guys take a look at that intro we just added. Uh, tell us what you think about it. We got some feedback that we should add one, so we'll see how it goes. Nice. Um, I guess it's been a while since we did a podcast together. Yeah. It's like especially two- like a like a casual one. Yeah, like we're just catching up. We it's have been, a few topics in line, but it's been two weeks now. Yeah, it's probably our longest break we've had for yeah. a while. We're still going strong for you listeners out there. No worries. We will not give up on this podcast, and we will not give up on you. I want you guys to know that. Until we have zero listeners on consecutive episodes, we will not give up. For sure. Um, Let me say, disclaimer, that's not in stone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we just put out a poll on Instagram about talking about some deep topics that you guys wanted us to talk about. Uh, We put up two options on either money and work and then education and on that poll, we saw that 10 people voted, and we have 30 followers on Instagram. Yeah, I think the poll actually ended up a 5-5 draw. Yeah. So today, we're, I think we decided that we made the executive decision to talk a little bit about money and work and just kind of the things we've started to experience. I mean, obviously, we just yeah. started working full-time for the yeah. first time six so months ago. It's actually a good time for us to give our perspective, because we still have, like, also perspective on the life before pre-work life like yeah it's funny because we were just talking about it like on so right now we're currently in Ames where Mike's from so and we're actually talking about that on the drive down yeah talking about how I guess we can just preface it by starting like it's so different now because like in college in high school having six hundred dollars in your bank account you just felt like you you felt good you felt like you're Doing yeah, good. You got a few hundred bucks in your bank account. You like, felt like you were getting paycheck, a good paycheck, three hundred dollar paycheck. You thought, I'm <laughs> feeling good to myself, and now it's like so much different because you have so many other things that you have to take care of, whether that's house rent, insurance, mm. car payments, school loans, just to name a few of like your regular payments. Yeah, that we're old, old people have. <laughs> we're old, old for sure, and it's like it's really different. I think starting off. I guess we can start off like getting that first job because that that obviously Mm. plays into work. I think the biggest thing, like for me, I was like, not settling kind of not selling for one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it. I was like, didn't want to sell for one position. Like I was looking for something that I thought I would enjoy, but also something that I would think that made my investment into college worth it. Mm -hmm. Warburg worth it. Some would say, but It's like, I didn't want to like have a job where I felt like I was still going to struggle to like pay for the things that I wanted to pay for right off the bat. Cause obviously like after six months, after you're out of college, you're student loan startup. So you got to find money somehow. So it's really smart for you guys to, at least when you, for those of you who are down or are still in college and going into maybe your senior year that you start looking early for jobs and 
keep like even if you get accepted to one job like keep looking because you never know that maybe something later in the year might pop up that you might enjoy more might pay more and just might fit kind of your lifestyle better mm-hmm. um i guess that's kind of what my experience is with job seeking i don't know about it's kind of different with you because you accepted your job pretty early didn't you mm-hmm. yeah i had my job really set up August previous to senior year, so August before senior year, because I had gone out for internship, and then they gave me a couple weeks to decide if I wanted to take the offer or not, and I took it, um, but I was pretty comfortable with where I was going, and what I was doing, um, so I don't know, I didn't really look that much further, I mean, I didn't look Yeah, I mean, you, you had a pretty good Solid position, good yeah. company, yeah. Um, and I knew people that worked there too, so I, I don't know, I knew I was going into a pretty good environment. I know you wanted to stay in Rochester too, so it was good. I don't know. It really worked out well for me. It's, yeah. hard, it's hard for me to give I don't know advice or like retrospectively, like I had a lot of things aligned just kind of out of the blue. But yeah, I don't know. I would say, like you said, don't settle. Know what your. I would say, try to map out your short and long term goals. Like have a, even if they don't stick. Over, like it's likely that they're going to change. I would say yeah. have an idea of where you think you want to be in a year, where you think you want to be in five years, and how you think you're going to navigate that path. Yeah, and try your best to seek a job that's going to help you follow that path. I think like even like right now, like six months in, like we've had experience in our, at least me for it's for me it's been six months. Mm-hmm. You probably five. I think you started yeah, a month after me. A month, yeah, yeah, a month after six months. Um. So yeah, I think even after six months, you get kind of learn like what your job responsibilities are, what you got to do on a day-to-day basis. And then you kind of look forward to like, where is my experience here? Am I going to continue to grow in this position and stuff like that? And just trying to get more responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think as much as you say, like you should stay where you feel comfortable or something like that, like mm-hmm. always try to push yourself yeah. to like do better do more work because i think that's where i am now at now because mm-hmm. like my job i like my job and maybe it's something that just is within me that mm-hmm. i just want to do more and just be more busy mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis and test myself because i know in the future like you're gonna want to be have that experience mm-hmm. under your belt so you can obviously take a better position at some way down down the road mm-hmm. um, I think what you're saying also in relation to stuff that we've talked about throughout the whole podcast or, or not series but podcast so far is like the whole idea of being willing to be new at something like if you have opportunities at work I think from my perspective for the first like two three years there's really no harm ever in saying like no especially when you don't have responsibilities outside like kids or like other people that you're responsible for um, I'm not saying like kill yourself at work or anything like that but you have time to put in extra time if you need to. Like, um, yeah, I don't know exactly where I'm going with <laughs> But what was I going to get? I was going to get into like, I don't know if we do we want to like bounce around work and finance. We don't need like one after the other. Um, we could bounce around. Okay. I think one the, of the things I've written down, sorry, while I'm here oh, before I yeah. forget it, is, uh, is having to do with if you have an internship before, kind of like I did, I'd say something to evaluate strongly is not only the type of work you do, but the people you work with. Because those are the people you're going to be spending eight plus hours a day with. Exactly. Uh, yeah. During the week. I think that's 
super important and should not be taken lightly. Like that's a big reason why I took the position I'm at currently. It's always, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's really interesting to see like some of the dynamics of, especially for where we work like differently. Because mm-hmm. I work with kind of an older group mm-hmm. of people. Um, but I actually enjoy, like, obviously I don't have the people to maybe hang out with outside of work that I work with on a day-to-day basis because they're just older. They have kids, they have to, kids, take, they have kids <laughs> to take care of and things like that. But I just find, like, talking to them on a day-to-day basis pretty um, influential, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, they give me a lot of, like life advice of what they've been they've seen they've gone through especially at the company too just like how to interact with people and they've also just told me that like right now where i am like a lot of people don't get this oppor- like opportunity mm-hmm. so like you have to always cherish it but also know your worth at the same time mm-hmm. i guess that's one of the biggest uh advice i've gotten i think I've also talked to, so one of my best, I'm not going to say best friends, but one of the people I talk to the most at work right now is a guy uh, that we might actually have on the podcast because I think he's pretty uh, interesting. Just his mindset is pretty interesting. So I think you guys might benefit from hearing from him, but he just comes in my office. We talk to each other on a day-to-day basis about like just life in general and how like in life you have to have like some sort of like open mind and um, just continue to build yourself up some way mm-hmm. where you can not only take care of yourself, but take care of your family in the future. Mm-hmm. But that's something that we can talk about on a different basis and we can stick to work so I don't get off track a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get off track too much. Either. Yeah. But there's a topic that I had kind of want to discuss and it has to do with work and life and like money and everything in general. I guess it's like, like a full circle topic, yeah. I guess. But it had to do with like you know, like those aha moments that you figure out, like if, like you were talking about a mentor, for example, like if you're talking to someone and they've like, they have more experience, not just in like the workplace than you, but like in life than you and you're talking to them and they like allude to something and then you're like, Oh, like you, do you ever have those moments of like that? A little bit. I've just been thinking about like, how can you like spark marks like that more frequently? And I think the best way to do it is to not only learn from like is to try to learn from others. It's like talk to people, like you said, like yep. take the time to talk to other people and try to get those aha moments before you do something that causes like an yeah. aha moment or something like that. But yeah, that's something I'd also say like as a general advice to anybody is to like seek out people who you consider mentors. Make sure you vet them so that they're like real mentors, but and then just seek advice from them because most of the time, at least from what I've found and seemingly from what you found, that people are plenty willing to give advice because yeah. it's just something that they wish they knew earlier on. Earlier on, you can do it. The, the earlier on, you can implement it. And, and pass it on to other people. Yeah. We kind of uh, hinted on this a little bit at the start of the podcast, but we can get into the, sort of the finances part. Like, the biggest thing I've noticed, like, with work is, like, I mean, find a good job, you get paid, paid well, like, paid well, and you just, like, have a different mindset on money in general. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you cherish money a little bit better because at the same time, you're getting a new job, but you're also growing into your own life kind of. So you have more expenses to uh, deal with. Mm-hmm. So you have to 
like you're obviously getting paid more now than you did maybe working at uh, like a job I did at Hy-Vee, uh, which is a part-time job. But now you have to like, you're getting paid more, but you also have these things that you also have to take care of. So like I talked to you guys about like the, one of the previous podcasts about the Dollar Bird app. So I use that every day just to track my expenses. Um, it, it just feels good. Like yeah. we talked, we were talking about on the way here that having seen that money in your account is like, yeah. wow, I feel proud. I well, feel for, proud for about me, this. I do like these monthly snapshots. So like on December 1st, I sat down and well, it's not always like the first of the month, but like whatever weekend that corresponds to like the first of the month, um, I always do like this thing where I sit down, I go through like my expenses of the previous month and then I do like a snapshot and then I'll like do some futures. So I had like, where will my loans be at? Where will my savings yeah. slash checking account be at? So I see how much money I had in cash, how much money I had in loans. And it's nice to see like over time how like one, the loans go down, the cash slowly goes up. I don't know. I would preface the whole thing though by saying that money isn't everything. But as we've alluded to before, I guess on the podcast, I think that we both agree that money plays a role, plays a role in happiness yeah. and life. Yeah. Because being able to provide, not worry about yep that side of that aspect of life um, is beneficial in anybody's life I guess I guess I, I could be the first to attest like I think it was my junior year of college I did a internship that I wasn't paid so that was one of the longest summers I've ever had in my <laughs> life because I had to get a part-time job I think I worked I worked at UPS mm-hmm. then I went to my internship then I was still playing for uh, that semi-pro team, Med City. Mm-hmm. So my day started at like 3 a.m. I'd wake up, go work at UPS from 4 to 8. Then I'd go to this internship that was unpaid from like 8 to yeah. 4. How, so do you want to do like a brief? Sorry, do you, want, you can finish the story. 8 to 4, and then I'd go to soccer practice after, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like those, what was it, eight hours I spent at that internship, even though like it wasn't unpaid, I felt like, I was learning a lot. I got a lot of certifications, especially in the marketing field, that I thought would benefit not only myself in general, just gain that experience, but also benefit my resume for applying for future jobs. Like having these type of certifications that I learned at this internship really boosted my morale that I could get a job mm-hmm. in the future. And even though it wasn't unpaid, it was still a good experience. I really liked the company as well. Mm-hmm. You had a question for me. I was gonna say, do you want to go through like our work experiences throughout life? Oh, okay. So yeah, that's interesting. So like I can start. I so for me, I think I don't know when exactly I started, but probably like 12, 13, 14 is when you are allowed to start like refereeing. Okay. So I started refereeing soccer when I was younger. And I worked at a restaurant. Then throughout high school, I worked at Fairway for a little bit, and then I also did like um, while I was working at a restaurant, I also did like detasseling in the summers. Okay. If you know what that is, well. It wasn't like, it's, it was technically pollinating, so it's like, I don't know. It's like working in a field. Yeah. I do that in the summers, too. And it's just like, it's weird thinking working back in the that. field. What? <laughs> just what? sounds weird. We got something to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like working in the field, like pollinating corn with specific pollen, so you keep them in. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have to go into that too much. That's not the point of the story. That's not um, the point. But the whole point, I guess, is like, earlier on I feel like you start working and realizing what it means to like earn make money yeah to make money huge how not easy it is like I want to say it's hard because you just you show up and do the work but it's not easy 
um, will help you to maintain perspective later on. Yeah. Um, with me, I guess, I don't really know when I, I think I started in sophomore year of high school. So maybe, how old would I be there? Four, 14, 15, something like that. Um, I started working at Hy-Vee and then that was basically my summer job or like part-time summer job throughout like 11th grade, 12th grade. And then I did that some in uh, college. I think my first two years of college. Um, then where I worked, I worked at UPS. I did a lot of jobs in Waverly where we went to school. Mm-hmm. I was working in the W, which is our like fitness center there. Um, I worked, I worked at like some yeah, Bartles. I worked at Bartles washing dishes, oh, yeah, uh, like taking care of some elderly. Um, I worked at family video. That was a good time. I've had a lot of different jobs now that I think of it. Yeah, Holy crap. Remind me of something. I worked at IT at Warburg and then I also did like the coaching thing. Um, where else did I work? I had, so I had two internships in, in college. Uh, one was a sales internship my freshman year, mm-hmm. a, after my freshman year. Um, and then I had, did one, like I said, my junior year, summer of my junior year, where I worked as a marketing intern. But like Mike said, I think those experiences from the st- from the start really help you to like understand what true work is. Um, like especially with those internships, you learn how to like work from eight to five or like yeah. nine to four. That like maybe in the future you don't have to work that. Maybe that's where it's going. But for the apparent like reality right now, it's you're working nine to four, eight to four, or nine to five, yeah. eight to four hours a week somehow. Yeah, whatever has to be so you get used to it and you see how to manage your time better how i think the biggest thing for me is how to manage my sleep better because now i'm in bed by 10 every night it's weird because if you don't manage that you end up getting in like this horrible cycle where you you don't sleep enough and then you have too much caffeine and you crash at night and you don't sleep enough and it's like this horrible cycle we're talking about that with like uh especially coming off like college where like you didn't really have to go to class every day you could stay up till three and be like oh, i'm too tired in the morning or to you go just to, show up to class to you make it through class, class and then you can go take a nap afterwards or something you like can't that. you can't really you can't really do that and you in, can't take a nap in the middle of in day. the real world now and we sound like s- such adults talking about this but <laughs> this is actually something you were referencing beforehand about these about the idea of having naps in the workplace yeah um i know amazon does it and some other big companies like google maybe does it as well but they allow napping. Is it, like, is it like a nap room? It's like a nap room. They have like, like different pod? pods where you can like shut the pod and go to. But like I don't really understand. Like, like I don't know the whole logistics. Like if you have to sign up for like a certain hour mm. to go in there. But that's an interesting concept. But don't expect that from your everyday nine to five job. That's not. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think that's where the future <laughs> is heading. It'd be interesting, but yeah. Probably more practical just to plan on getting to sleep at night. Um, we can talk about like I think the biggest thing. I don't know. Our listenership is probably like people just coming out of college. Some of our friends, yeah, most of our friends. Our age, Maybe we'll um, so they're probably doing things sort of the way we're doing it right now. But I guess I want to talk into about how we're tackling some of our expenses and how we're. Because I think we're doing it two different ways. Like, mm-hmm. we have two different 
what is that mantras about how to go yeah mindset strategies yeah um for me i'm thinking like i i'd probably say like student loans fuck student loans first of all that's that's pretty shitty but i think at the end of the day would you say it was a worthwhile investment i don't know yet i think it will be i think i think in the long term it will be for sure um because right now like obviously i'm trying to save as much as possible so i'm still i decided because i'm working in rochester i decided not to get my own place yet because mm-hmm. i just thought it made sense to live at home for a year a year or two and try to save money try to pay off some of my student loans but then i thought that i would i i just love seeing that money in the account you know mm-hmm. so i try to save so i think my plan is because i just bought a car right after my first paycheck we should talk about that my first paycheck you after, started work what after after graduation you had I started, like a week off and then I started started yep exactly wow. I started right away um, but my first paycheck I remember it was two weeks after I started and I bought a car right at, right on that date I saw that payment in the bank account I was like <laughs> it was my first car I've ever bought I was like I need to do this mm-hmm. I, it's it's just worth it this and it just made me feel like proud and like yeah. wow this is what like life is heading towards I get to like take care of myself now and not rely on like my mom or anything like that Mm -hmm. um but I just have an idea of like saving money but also finding a way to like take care of some of that student loans and then at some point I can take some of those savings and make a big a big like whopping payment on my student loans and Mm -hmm. or whether that's my car loan as well try to get complete one of those as soon as possible and then take that money monthly payment for one of those loans and add it on to the other one so it's like a double payment and then try to finish that as fast as possible but i think just being smart knowing what you can do about i say literally just do the math is my would be my recommendation like look at your previous month's expenses everybody has either if you use your credit card a credit card or a debit card you should be should be able to um, access your statement literally look at your expenses for the past month look at your rent look at what you spend typically on groceries you know you can take out outliers like visiting friends family etc and I would say literally map that out take an average over like one or two or three months um, compare that to what you earn and then just do the math how much do you want to save how much are you able to put towards um, again this is not a sponsorship but like Dollar Bird, go get that app. I'm telling you right now. We will invoice them later, but that's all I need to say. It really helps you out if you want if you're really bad about it, if you're like you get money and you it comes right back out. I I'd say the Dollar Bird app. Especially if you have an idea of where you want to be yeah, in five. I would say if you're bad about years. it too, try to figure out a way to automate it. Because a lot of times you can just set up automated payments so your loans get paid right away or something like that. Yeah. And you get, yeah. so some people get a discount on those automated pay, whether it's like five dollars or something like that. It's still like five dollars mm-hmm. you're saving for yeah. every over time monthly payment you're making. Yeah. So I think that's what I do right now. I just everything's coming out. Like I don't have to like go in and type stuff in. It just comes out. I have a monthly payment every month. It just makes it easier on yourself too. Mm-hmm. So you know like what you're gotta do. And then one month you don't have to like uh, maybe I won't do it. Like it. You have that mindset of like. It's going to come out like this is what I have to do. This is a responsibility, mm-hmm. I would say. Nice. What are the things about like some of our finances we should talk about? 
I don't know how specific yeah. I want to get, but you don't need uh, to get I guess my strategy um, with my loans right now is to pay it off as fast as I can. You're making big payments, yeah. I'm making pretty large payment, and I think I should have it paid off within 12 months of having started is my goal. That's really smart. I hope so. I hope it works. Yeah. No, it's definitely worth <laughs> I don't, it. I don't know. At the end of the day, you got to think it's worth it. Like, yeah. I mean, I think four years of college for to end up three-year payments. I don't know. I think that We're not financial advisors. I don't want to like keep a, like, a very clear disclaimer yeah. here that, that we both have like slightly different ideas of how to go about this. Yeah. We're both doing it separately. I don't think either is like better or worse than the other. Yeah. It just depends on your situation, what you're comfortable with having in the bank. And, uh... Yeah, but you were talking about how we're not financial advisors. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. But we really aren't. Like, you guys should definitely just go about it the way, like, you think is best for you. Um, Whatever you're comfortable with is what I would suggest. I would say the, the most important thing, like I said before, is like to do the math. Like, what number are you comfortable? What number do you need to live? What number would you like to have in your savings? At what point in time? And what number do you need to cover the rest of your expenses? Um, I would say once you do the math, just do it's pretty simple math. Take an average and then just go off of that and then stick to that. Make sure that every month you do like a check in or every couple months you do a check in to make sure that you're actually sticking to like what you're. Um, numbers are and if that is the case then you're on track just have a plan in place either way and have goals have goals to set like we we both kind of talk to each other about like our financial goals like short term long term like what we want to have in the bank at this point what we want to have at the bank in a year from now stuff like that Um, I think that's important too because then you have something to strive for yeah I think one of the biggest things for me right now is that I know at some point I do want to like move out and like just live my own life kind of Mm -hmm. um so I want to have money in the bank where I don't need to worry about like um finding a place or like buying like furniture for the place different things like that Mm -hmm. that I'm just thinking about in the future but I think one of the biggest things that I've just started to do is like finding a way to like build credit um that's something we can get into a little bit too Cause I always thought like I didn't want a credit card at all mm-hmm. because I just thought like why spend money that wasn't really yours I guess mm-hmm. that's the point of a credit card uh, but then I was like starting this new job I was like okay I know I'm gonna have the money now so why not get a credit card and use it as kind of a debit card because I have that I have I have the money now so then as I'm using it as a debit card and I'm paying it off as I would normally do with a debit card, it would just basically be helping me build my own personal credit, which I know you can also build credit by paying off off your student loans, your car loans, whatever bills you have, that's also building yourself credit. But I think a credit card is a fast way to build credit. Um, So I I just did that, I think about a month ago, and it's going pretty well for me. I mean, obviously I haven't even made my first monthly, my first payment yet, Mm -hmm. yeah, so. I think, and the best thing about credit cards that I just like, I know like a lot of my college friends had, like even Michael had credit cards and they were getting points and different things, different like perks um, Mm -hmm. from it. So I think that's a good way to like, there's 
good incentive yeah. to use a credit card, um, especially if you have the money to yeah. pay it off right away. I'd say the, the whole idea of credit is that you like prove your um, ability to pay back money that you that you uh, that you owe. Oh, basically, yeah. yeah. That you owe. Um, the ability to, to be lended the money, um, and if you're fortunate enough, like us, to be in a situation where we can afford, for the most part, everything that we purchase, like, yeah. it's not like we have to like extend our credit across like some amount of time. Um, outside of our student loans, obviously. Um, yeah, if you use it as a debit card, pretty much, you pay your statement off in full every month. It ends up being similar to a debit card, but you just earn points on it. Um, so yeah, I mean, something it's kind of off, like on topic, but we're going a different direction. So I've heard that if you want to be like a millionaire, we can get into this a little bit. If you want to be a millionaire, like let's just say, do early, you want to be a millionaire? Do I want to? I think. I mean, doesn't everyone want to be a million? I, I I would like to be. I'd like to be a millionaire for sure. But I think what I was trying to get to is in the future, I think my goal is to have multiple sources of income. Like, I think that's the biggest goal because I think I don't fact check me on this, I guess. But I think a millionaire always has like three to four sources of income, which is pretty crazy if you think about it I would say that is it's typical I would say yes that is typical I don't, I don't know about 3 or 4 as being the number but I, mean, yeah, I, don't I would know say three it's four pretty is. typical that you have multiple. millionaires have more than a single stream of income yeah and I think that's a goal that I want to get to mm-hmm. I don't know what my typically it's like a salary first plus the money that you've earned from the salary working for you plus some other or like some, some other hobby, hobby you yeah. have yeah, yeah. um I know different people who do like branding for different companies mm-hmm. or like I gather it could be consulting, freelancing, u- Ubering, like different mm-hmm. like DoorDash. Yeah. Like you can but I think eventually the whole goal would be why I would be against Ubering as like a side hobby oh, yeah. long term would just be like you want to get away from charging your time as cash. Like you want something that's gonna pay you overnight. You know, whether that be you know, you get up twenty five thousand dollars or whatever so then you can become a day trader. Or like you start a podcast and it's the number one podcast. Yeah, we're getting pretty close to that, I think. Yeah, something like that. I think that's something that I I don't know exactly what. Like it's too typical. It's too early. I think to tell purchasing a house, for example, or like doing some like stock trading that like people do right now. That's you trade Robinhood. That's like a risky kind of risky options on Robinhood. Yeah, just be smart about it. You know who I'm talking about. Are you, <laughs> are you are you looking at any sort like second sources? Because I know you used to do something where you did like, what was it website stuff for? Yeah, I did some small like, web, web web development stuff. But uh, yeah, I yeah, I won't get too much into it. Um, yeah, I did that for a little bit. It wasn't like super profitable, but it was good for like. Yeah. It was like a good trade off because it helped me like develop my skills, and also I got like some form of compensation for that, whether it be cash sometimes. Or sometimes I got like I did one for a barbershop, for example. I got like five free cuts out of it. Oh really? Five months of free cuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in the future, I think I've heard a lot about like buying like a duplex or something like that, and then like having someone run out the other side and then pay for like your mortgage, something like that. There's a lot of really something, good. something like that. I've like, heard so many like now. just people who 
had the, had the financial capa- capa- capability. Wow, that was bad. Capability to like, I think your landlord does this, but buys a house and like is able to like he doesn't obviously need three rooms by himself. Able to rent that house to two others and help him pay for the whole like mortgage. Let's say figure out yeah figure out what you're comfortable with. I think it all comes back to like just like doing the math. Like what are you comfortable with? What what salary do you need to live to survive? How much money do you need to survive? How much money do you need to like live comfortably? And how much money exceeds that? How can you slowly get to where it exceeds that so you can make the extra money do work for you? Keep your expenses at a certain at a certain level. Try to keep them there over time, and then as you go, as you make more money over time, your expenses stay the same. And that extra money have a plan for where to put that so that it doesn't just sit and generate three to five percent. Yeah, it generates more than that. I think that's like the whole goal, unless you're going to try to hit it big with like penny stocks or like Robin Hood trading options. But that's just like it's it's similar to gambling. I don't know. I think if you want to be more sure about it in the long term, do your research. Don't worry about making more money than you can until you have the money to spend to make more money than you can. Money makes money. Yeah, some of you guys know because I, I I guarantee some of you guys listening are probably people that are in our same boat. Um, so I know that money is something that, like you, right after graduation, like it's like a reality check. You gotta like start thinking about these types of things. Mm-hmm. And I think this was just a deep topic that we've always like we talk about it yeah. on, and also, I think on a day-to-day yeah, basis when yeah. we see each other. It's also important not to go off the rails because especially going from like, like we spoke about before, going from college to like being a young adult in a professional world when you have no like other responsibilities really. You have more money than you're used to and being able to understand how to save that properly and where to like put the money whether you have loans or not, like where to put it so that it goes to the best use early on. The earlier you can figure that out and stick to your plan the better it's going to be for you over time, I would say. And I've learned this. Uh, when you get started with whatever job you take or where you're working right now, um, start saving as soon as possible, whether that's yeah. in your personal savings or your company's 401k, something mm-hmm. like that. If I, they have a match, whatever they match. You got to put it down. And I think I learned that from a lot of you guys at the house. You guys were saying, yeah, they got this. I'm going to put this down. But a 401k, like, I literally did not know what that was until two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was, like, something that could help you in the, like, 40, 40 50 years from now. Mm-hmm. Like, just start saving early. I think that you always see, like, on Instagram, under, like, those things, they're, like, compound interest, compound yeah. interest. And I think compound interest works in, like, every facet of life. Like, whether it be money, relationships with people. Like, just the more time you have to devote to, like, a single thing the more like the value is going to compound over time and just like take that into account early on and treat people right treat your money right just like do it's like it's hard to bring a quote into this but I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before but there's a quote that I like that it's like it goes something like this it's like like successful people do what everybody else knows that they should be doing and that's the difference. It's like you have the discipline, you put a plan in place, and you just stick to the plan. Yeah, I'd say invest. If you have if you have money, invest in some invest in yourself, and invest in places where you can make more money than the money just sitting in a savings account.
I don't want to make it seem like it's simple or anything like that. Yeah, it's definitely Everything not that I've read is like, just do your research, invest where it makes sense to invest at that moment for the future. And you're going to be fine. If you're like looking out, keeping track, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, let's get back into a little bit more of the work side a little bit about like, I guess we've probably talked about it a little bit, but how did you balance that difference from like your everyday life in college to now being what six months in five months in into work because oh it's my God. it like we reiterate this and some of you guys may know this listening that it's a it's a pretty big difference okay in my opinion i my so my story is a little it's interesting too so like you started like a week you took a week break and then you started really right after i think i took a couple i took a yeah. month off and then i went to europe for three weeks Got back on, flew back on Wednesday morning, or so it had been Thursday morning, so Wednesday early, or really late at night, Wednesday. Got back home on Thursday, left on, so slept up all Thursday, pretty much kept on, catch up on sleep. Left on Sunday to move in, started on Monday. It was the craziest turnaround ever. Like going from just probably hit you so hard. Whatever. Yeah, it was incredible. I'd say just be prepared have have done it before like have worked a job before whether it be a summer job something like that I think work experience just having worked 40 plus hours a week before will prepare you for like you'll be able to make the transition easier it won't be as much of a shock to your body yeah. or your habits I, get, I, don't, it's, I feel like it's hard to like prepare for something that you haven't done before unless you just do it I think the biggest shock for me so far it's just thinking about the future, which is like crazy. Because we always talk about this. We're yeah. thinking about the future all the time. But imagine like right now I'm thinking like I'm going to be working 8 to five, eight to 4, eight, 9 to 5 for the next. Maybe you are. I'm winning the lottery. I already planned it 40 out. to 50 years. If I try to retire by 65, like that's a long mm-hmm. time. We by haven't by we've that, only lived 20 years, yeah, 22 by, years. By that point in your life. People's life expectancies might be 120 years old, so maybe you're not going to be able to retire that early. That is, like, that's what has really, like, shook me so far. Like, mm-hmm. you wake up every morning, it's like a routine. And, like, in college, you had some sort of routine, but, like, you can jump off track a little bit. Yeah. And do whatever you, you want a little bit. Later, yeah. And then get back on track. But with work, like, it's, unless you want to use, like, your PTO, you want to use your sick days, things like that. Isn't, to, it, isn't it weird? Isn't a weird thing like if you were? I'm gonna get really abstract and weird here, but if you were like some alien species, for example, like people say, for example, like if you brought alien species here and you had them watch a soccer game or a basketball game, how would you explain it to them? Like, there's these two teams of people, and their whole objective is to get the ball into the net. And it's like that doesn't make any sense. It's just like two teams, two like random. It's just like watching us. It's like so. There's these people, and in order to live. What they do is they, every day they wake up early, they go to work, and they focus on this one thing really hard that's going to help this big, big group of people. Become, this group come, of people. Yep. And then when, when they help the group of people, then they go home and they sleep, and they do it every day, five days out of seven days a week. And they do that for years. It's just crazy. So that when they turn 65 and they can no longer move, <laughs> then they can just sit around and do nothing. It's like, when you think about it like that, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it also... If you work on something that you 
find fulfilling, I think it does add value to your life. And if you work with people that you like, it adds value to your life. Like, I always think if I could not work right now, which is something we've discussed before, I don't think I would not work. It's the, it's it's interesting because I think we talked about it in the preface that if we won the jackpot yeah. right now, would we go to work? I I, I don't want to still do something other than just like travel the world. Yeah, especially if I could only do it on my own. If I'm just but traveling I don't the world think, by myself, I don't think I would work. Generally, I think I try to in, invest the money in something that gives me like residual income, something that's mm-hmm. always coming in. But I don't know if I want to, like, you have that freedom now where you don't have to go in nine to five every day. And I don't think I would so do let's, that. Let's be very clear. Nobody, unless you don't believe in free will, which is a whole different argument, nobody has to do anything. You don't have to go into work tomorrow. We don't have to go into work tomorrow. It's still our choice. That's, that's, let's make that clear. If you go to school, by the way, if you're feeling down sometime, skip class. It'll make you feel better. It It'll will. make you feel more in control of your life. Yeah. Honestly, just understand that, like, your time is still yours. But that's the same thing with us right now. Like we can't we can't skip work. You don't you don't skip work. Like you can take a holiday if you want to. But like it's still up to you whether you want to work or not. There's like I don't know how what I'm at a liberty to say at this point. But like it's I think it's important to take your holiday that's given because you need time to reset every now and then. Yeah. But understand that your time is yours and if you are devoting it to your job in my opinion, it should be something that you enjoy doing and people you enjoy working with. My boss said this the first week of me working. He's like, once you go home, don't think about work. Yeah. Don't, just don't do it. Be a human being. Just live your life. Like, you can come in the next day and figure out that problem. Like he said, it's not that big. Like, you have work, but it's like that work-life balance. And like, especially for those who are listening that are still in college, you need to, like, when you start applying, you need to, like, find a place that has that work, work-life balance. Um, I think that's where the future's heading. I think a lot of more, like, we've talked about it before, mm-hmm. again, a lot of organiz- organizations are starting to try to benefit you more, that you don't have to think about work 24-7, and you have this freedom where you get these benefits that provide you with the ability to spend time with your kids, go on vacation, mm-hmm. maybe take more sick days than normal, um, mater- maternity leave, stuff like that. So it's, especially for you guys, like I said, you guys in college, don't force it. Don't, like, don't find a place. Even, we talk about it, like, yes, money is important. I, I said, preface it earlier a little bit, but, like, you don't want to be working 60 hours a week right out of college. Let's be fucking honest. You do not. 50 hours a week is even a fucking ton. Right really? out of college. I, I mean, I've never say that. I've never worked you know, 50, 50 hours a week. I mean, if you count like what I did in my junior summer, mm. I guess that was pretty damn close. But I would say if it's going to benefit you long term, it could make sense to work 50 plus hour weeks short term. I don't think it's sustainable. I think there needs to be a balance. Like, I, I think long term there should be a balance and it should all even out law of averages but I think in certain situations it makes sense to to work a lot short term to benefit you long term I guess it's kind of getting down to the end of it do you have any like more tips you would tell anyone about like 
money and uh, finance. Or like money and work, I should say. Not money and finance. I'm 22 years old. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because we're like talking about this. I want people to understand that we're talking about this only from our perspective as, as having really just like entered this world, yeah, this whole like adult world. I think one of our uh, feedbacks we've gotten is like trying to be educational, but also trying to be entertaining at the same time. Yeah. But so like, so like with we the, can only say what we've learned so far. Yeah. And we've literally been working, like you said, I've been working for five months, you've been working for six months. Like we've only been in this world so far. So I think the most pertinent advice we have is like to people that are going to transition from like that high school or college into the workplace and kind of what we're thinking about like where we are now like where we think maybe the future is going i don't know but i think the biggest thing is just make sure that you continue to invest in yourself like take Mm -hmm. the time just i think of it like this like I, i said this earlier but business is all about making you succeed making your company succeed making you succeed so do what's best for you first and then think about other things i guess i would say can you explain that further like yes money money is a big thing i think money plays a role in happiness for sure Mm -hmm. but making sure you like your job like your coworkers, don't force yourself to stay stagnant i think that's the biggest Mm -hmm. thing and we've I, I've noticed it um, like stagnancy is definitely not a word but just staying stagnant is something that I don't want to do and I've learned like in six months f- from working I don't want to be stagnant I want to get more responsibility I want to do more things I want to make make a difference kind of act mm-hmm. like I make feel like I'm making the difference it's, a, it's the curve that matters because I think you have to understand that of course obviously joining an organization for the first couple of months or something like that, you're it's just going to take time to grow into the organization. Yeah. But you have to have in mind that over time, your value, not only specifically to the company, but as a person to society, um, should continue to rise. And that should be your goal overall, whether it be like through taking courses on the side, reading on the side, listening to podcasts like ours which we teach you a lot of things and both of you long term you should tell everybody to listen that you know or stuff like that I mean that's obviously a joke <laughs> but stuff like that I mean honestly like taking time to invest your time energy and stuff like that into your future take time to make a plan you don't have to stick to the plan but have an idea of where you want to go and then move into that direction and see what happens because nobody can nobody can tell you what the future holds I agree. I, I think the only way to like create, I don't want to say create opportunities, but the best way to set yourself up to have more opportunities in the future is to take chances, make plans, and follow through on them. I agree. And um, continuously reevaluate, replan. Uh, I think the final thing we can talk about is just. Um, just like hobbies outside of work. Obviously, you're going to be at work um, 9 to 5 um, every day, Monday through Friday. But I think the time after work and how you spend it is really important too. Mm-hmm. I think me and Mike have both tried different tried different things now. Mm-hmm. Um, we both took a kickboxing class and Mike actually signed up for the class now. Yeah. But that was pretty exciting. I'm doing kickboxing and, and jiu-jitsu. And jiu-jitsu. So I remember yeah. me and Mike went up against each other. 
I tapped him out. <laughs> took uh-huh. him out thirty seconds. Easy. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it's really important to find that balance after work. I think I try to work out three times a week after work, which is really yeah, nice. Find a fitness hobby. Find yeah. a hobby where you can learn more things. Find a hobby where you can be around people that you find interesting. Just yeah. try to find that balance of what matters to you in life, and then find hobbies outside of work that, and hopefully something in the workplace also that you know align with, you. align with those values. Yeah. Um, we also play soccer together. We play on another team. I have to carry Io every Saturday to victory. Um, but that's okay. Uh, I, do oh it, I do it with love. He, you know he wishes, guys. You know he wishes. But I really hope you guys like enjoyed this podcast. It was kind of the spur. Of, feedback. Yeah, it was kind of like spur of the moment thing that we decided to talk about yeah. uh, work and money a little bit today. Not really, because it was voted on. It was voted on, but I mean, we decided to shoot it today. Yeah, that's bit, true. Make it today. Um, I would say give us some feedback. Keep in mind, please, that we are not consider we don't consider ourselves to be experts in this topic at all. We just kind of wanted to share our personal opinions and stories. Facts. If anybody has any other like situations that are completely different to us, please bring them to our attention. We can like, kind of like talk about what anybody else thinks. Okay, I I would love things. how to hear about how other people are spending managing. their money or like mm-hmm. managing what they do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. It, so I think it's it, really important. It's, it's situational, I feel like. Yeah, it's very, very so many things can happen to people mm-hmm. where they have to value other things first. Mm-hmm. So it's really important where that from our perspective that we understand what we're doing, but we know that people can do it a different way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Lost in Thought. I mean, give us some feedback like Mike said and uh, again, rate us five stars. If you haven't yet, I don't know what you're doing. Five stars or don't rate. Um, so I think <laughs> five stars or don't rate. Alright, we'll check you guys later.